0: Hello there, and
1: welcome to politics. Episode it is 25. 25. Yeah. It's the podcast equivalent of only list following your friends on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I'm Connor. I'm Rob. Um, he uh, has been imposing sanctions on me
1: for striking. Is that it? I was going to get does, into it afterwards, it, but go on. It, those are your sanctions. I'm going to finish that pity remark early. And uh, he can't understand why socialism doesn't magically conjure bread. Yeah, I
0: didn't actually want to do the uh, the the episode this week, so I've been staging a sit-in strike in the the sitting room of our house. Uh, but then he threatened to not clean the bathroom until I did the episode. So now it's I'm going to be working to rule. So Rob, take it away, and I will do a pithy remark every now and
1: again. It's going to be a really short episode.
0: Zing! <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're right. That was pithy.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's, it's been another week of. Important things have rolled along a little bit, and nothing much has actually happened.
1: Yeah, which seems to be the reoccurring theme of this block of episodes.
0: Good lord, yeah. Um, it's really hard doing. Um, well, to be fair, some things have happened, something. and 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 we're going to go. It's just the the big things that I can think of are like you know that are happening in the world are the Venezuela crisis and Brexit. Yeah, and that's the thing of it's really big, but things are happening really slow. Yeah. So week to week, it's like, oh, they're after reopening talks and uh, some more people said some more things and some more uh, post- posturing
1: happened in Venezuela. Yeah, it, it's really difficult to do a current affairs program when the current affairs are progressing very slowly. Yeah.
0: Well, let's get cracking. Yeah. Um, I want to have a quick chat about US news.
2: Okay. First, you, you usually do. I
0: have something that is not to do with Donald Trump. Shock. US firms are lobbying agriculture and pharmaceutical firms in the UK to uh, change their standards to be close to that of the US in a post-Brexit trade deal.
1: Uh, it's genius.
0: <laughs> so the meat lobby wants the sale of growth hormone-fed beef currently banned in the UK and the EU to be allowed in the UK, and the drugs lobby wants to
1: changes to NHS drugs approval process to allow to buy more US drugs. I love that this is the response. E- the EU has, uh, this week, launched a trade agreement with Japan, and the, this is this is the response. It's like, oh, okay, well, if you're going to start like importing more freely from Japan, well, we're just going to start selling a load of mutant beef. How about that? Well, the thing is, uh, I was going to say this for the, the UK section, but
0: Nissan has pulled out of building the new X-Trail in Britain, which would have brought a couple hundred jobs into Sunderland, uh, the same week that the EU got their big uh,
1: Japan trade deal. <laughs> so that's a bit of a fuck you. Yeah, that's... Um... <laughs> I mean, politics doesn't often get poetic, but that, that one really is.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, U- like, US farming groups are like, hey, you should move away from EU standards, including rules governing genetically modified crops, antibiotics
1: in meats, and pesticides and herbicides. Guys, guys, I know that you're about to leave the single biggest customs union in the world, but we think we have the solution. Have you considered massively lowering your standards? Works works for nightclubs. I don't see why it wouldn't work for <laughs> a, a U.S. beef tra- uh, trade deal. Work for work is, for a bilateral trade deal with uh, an enormous nation. Is is the equi- <laughs> is the equivalent of a five to two board?
2: <laughs> and well, the and, lights have come and, and, on. No, you'll no, do
0: now. Meet, Meeting Donald Trump in the White House is the equivalent of seeing her in the fluorescent lights of the kebab shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I've made a horrible mistake. And uh, but you're all in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't back out now. <laughs> um. So, yeah, this is... Uh, the UK negotiations could represent a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, says the National Grain and Feed Association. <laughs> the National Grain and, funny, and Feed like, Association. It's funny, like, they want to limit geographic labelling rules, such as those that bar US companies from using terms such as Prosecco. Uh, <laughs> all right. Buy our new Parma ham made in West Florida. Yeah. like, like, like Buy our new Kentucky bourbon, bourbon brewed in Mullingar. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, like, you sell our massively fucking price-inflated and profit-driven drugs in your nationalised health service. Also. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, heavily criticised the current NHS drug approval system, pointing to the cap on the price of drugs as too restrictive and highlighting insufficient healthcare budgets and rigid national processes.
1: Guys, guys, do you see the way you you put a cap on how much... Uh, drugs are worth as in y- you try and make them more affordable that's massively cutting down on your profits if you just got rid of that cap and let us charge whatever the fuck we wanted to dying desperate people <laughs> you'd make so much more money you see that's that's uh that's one of my favorite
0: things that people get up in arms about is the price of price of drugs because there's a reason there's a quite a good reason why there's so much money in pharmaceutical drugs Which is like the it's 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 a risk reward thing, and it's the Mm. the amount of money that investors pump in, and then through the the, the, like the even the FDA in the states is quite uh, rigid in what they allow to get through. Yeah. And it can go right up until the very last approval process and then it gets denied and then you make zero money on that entire process. Yeah. So the risk, and so in order to actually recoup the risk of that investment in the first place, you need to charge that much money for the end product even though the individual pill might be worth a couple of cents because it's just fucking pressed out. Yeah. The R&D to get there and the risks you take to get there are so huge and cost so much money
2: mm.
1: that that's why they have to recoup it. Yeah, unfortunately, you do have to cover your bottom line for everything else because basically you can't unfortunately you can't just produce them for nothing
0: yeah but it's also they wouldn't exist in the first place without those investors putting that money in the first place as well so it's like you can either pay you know a couple hundred grand a pill or this pill could not exist in the first place
1: yeah like and i mean if this pill didn't cost anything then i wouldn't be able to buy the new wu-tang album and invite jay-z and kanye over to my house to... Oh man, do you remember that guy? He got punched in the face so, so much a few years ago. It was, it
0: was great. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting thing that uh, US firms are, are doing. Um, I'm the...
1: genuinely curious to see if that actually takes off. Like how desperate are the Brits getting now?
0: That well, that's, that's one of the big things they were saying is like, you know, we're free to do trade deals with the US. Like That, that, was, that was a big thing. It's like, we can't go outside the EU and make a trade, our own trade deal with the US. And now they can. Mm. And
1: this is what that trade deal looks like because this is what American business looks like. Yeah, we so, have you by the balls, and we know it. You are so concerned with whether or not you could see. You this didn't is, think this is the or not part of you it, this is the thing that Trump would actually be great at. <laughs> this is where he
0: excels. Is somebody else? He has somebody else by the balls, and he gets to make a deal that completely fucks them.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean that, and sometimes that's amusing.
2: Not really when it's people dying. Yes, true. Oh yeah I Like, like uh, The idea
0: of of, the, of Fucking pharma, pharma vultures Coming into the NHS And being like Just give it to us Just privatise it Just go on Like, yeah. like, like, like the Tories Are going to fucking love that Yeah Like they'll be all over They'll be like Man we've been trying for years And we just can't get it done The well, Yanks are going to come in And go let me
1: show you How it's going to done But I just I don't think I can square away the cost that you're looking to charge for what would normally be very affordable pills. It's fine. It's fine. People won't need them because we've put that many drugs into the beef that they're getting all of that anyway. So it's a it's, win-win. Yeah, it's all right.
0: I think Lizzie here is going to have something to say. You see, it's easy to bribe with American money because we have different people on all of our money, but you just have the Queen. So just to make it clear, this is a £50 nut on a fiber. <laughs> I think Lizzie's going to have something to say
1: about <laughs> this. <laughs> and how about her two younger sisters it's a five and a ten are you you giving me 65 the sterling is not that
0: how much do you think that money is worth (laughs) it's all monopoly money i assumed it was worth it i have no idea i have no idea
1: what's a what's a a starting bribe over here 100 200 maybe Um, it's time for another jubilee huh Uh, actually i'm
0: gonna I'm, i'm gonna jump jump around a little bit just on the on the subject of that I'm going to jump around to Russia real quick and then come back to the US because, let's face it, what's the fucking difference in this place? <laughs> uh, Russia proposes easing laws on corruption, saying it's unavoidable sometimes. Russia's I... Ministry of Justice is, is proposing a change to make some corrupt acts exempt from punishment if the corruption is found to be unavoidable.
1: Like, like what? <laughs> uh, I mean, you f- can't expect them to not take the bribe. Corruption
0: that is due to force majeure is not, a, not an offence. Uh, the States, and does not go into detail about the circumstances under which conflicts of interest, bribery, fraud and other offences might be decriminalised. Is this just
1: going to turn into a case of but, Your Honour, in my defence, if somebody had a video of you with three Ukrainian prostitutes, you'd sign the visas as well. It's it's more like if somebody comes up to you and says you can either take this brown envelope or I'm
0: busting in your kneecaps and you go, <laughs> I guess I'm taking that brown envelope.
2: That's a really bad you know blackmailer
1: I mean? though. That's a really bad blackmailer though. If you don't take this money from me, I'll break your legs. Why don't you just threaten to break my legs if I don't give you what you want? As opposed to trying to give me money. Because this way he's keeping you, sweet. This
0: way you've also committed a crime. Yeah, I, I guess so. And it's, it's blackmail in and of itself. And this way you can cod yourself and kind of go, okay, at least I'm getting something out of it. Next time I'll just say yes the first time. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, bribery in Russia Increased in 2018 uh, The Russian media is reporting That the majority of corruption cases In 2018 were initiated Against the staff Of the Ministry of Interior Of the Russian Federation With more than 790 employees charged Wow So,
1: you know Lucrative working uh, For the Ministry of And according of to Interior. a Russian
0: Criminal Statistics website Run by the Federal Prosecutor General's Office There were 3,315 registered cases From January to November 2018 In which a bribe was received In Russia Eh so, so, yeah, bribery so, so is... So, Russia's going, let's cut the shit. <laughs> we, we all know how this country works.
1: Let's stop pretending it's anything else. I mean, that's kind of interesting, but also... Jesus. This is one of those where I'm really kind of going, okay, I want to see where this goes. Like, you, you, do you just get to a point where you just say bribery isn't a crime at all and that it's just... grease the, pri- the gears?
0: The, yeah, so the, 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 the price of doing business.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, well, you know... Yes, the product I was offering or the service I was offering wasn't the best, but I had enough money myself to be able to convince the guy to give me the contract. So, well, you, you find in a lot of like, I'm just you know using what's to my benefit. You find in a
0: lot of like third, third, and second world countries that is just how it goes, though. Like the bureaucracy only works if you grease the wheels. Yeah, and if you come in there as a westerner, it's like you know two or three quid a pop, yeah, or whatever, yeah, you know, whatever. It's 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 pocket change to you, but that's just how how that you know customs official actually puts bread on the table. Yeah and And it's it's just it's just how that works now it's like it's like tipping in
1: america yeah okay you know what i mean but now i'm just kind of picturing in a situation somewhere in russia where like uh, a firm is trying to um offer out a contract and instead of actually just tendering the process they've got now just uh everybody who wants the the contract stood in a room essentially bidding how much they're willing to bribe so it just turns into an auction house all right, how much am I going to bribe? What's the bribe? What's the bribe over here? It's like uh, 50, 50. I've got a 50 bribe over here. What's a 50 bribe?
2: 75.
0: <laughs> and deal, and sold. And <laughs> the, uh, the construction contract goes to... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, anyway, jumping back to the US after that little aside, um, <whistles> the acting attorney general uh, has said that Robert Mueller's investigation is close to being completed. Oh, has he? He said... "He Oh, uh, is it? Andrew, Andrew Whitaker has said he has been fully briefed about Muller's work and that he is looking forward to reviewing a final report.
1: Okay. I hope that we can get the report from Director Muller as soon as possible. And exactly... Okay, so what what does that entail? What, what's the significance of that then? It's more that like... it's
2: It's...
0: His final report as in he's been kinda of like you know, throwing out indictments and throwing out bits and pieces, but this is like here's everything we actually found. Right. And here's our like final charges and indictments and 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 convictions and such and the people were gonna take to court and the people were gonna try and criminally prosecute. Okay, fair enough. Into whatever was going on with that Russia thing.
2: <laughs> you remember
1: that whole Russia thing? Uh well I mean Russian
0: interference into the twenty sixteen presidential election and whether anyone in the Trump campaign was involved with it. Huh. To be specific.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, investigating Russia is going to get a lot, I don't know, easier, trickier. I'm not sure now that bribes are actually legal in Russia. Uh, <laughs> does that make looking for Russian interference easier? Does that, make the, 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 does easier? that mean if, if, you, if, you, if you as an
0: American go over there and take a bribe, you're not committing a crime because you're committing a bribery crime in Russia, which isn't a crime. And then you go back to the US and you're like, well, I took a Russian bribe, but I was in Russia, which isn't a crime over there. No, that's interesting. The reason I smell like weed, customs official, <laughs> is because I was coming home from Amsterdam, so you can't arrest me. I just smell like weed, I'm just and stoned. I'm currently very high. I'm currently very high, but I smoke that joint legally outside of this airport. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be... I mean, I'm sure... I mean, it's definitely, bri- it's definitely still a crime to collude with a Russian official regardless of the bribery, so, yeah yeah I guess so corruption is still illegal even if the bribe isn't is uh. so yeah but it's it's also a whole thing of they it's not strictly legally necessary for him to make it public and I think they're trying to put something through the house that will make it so yeah or at least make it so the house definitely gets a copy kind of thing yeah 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 because I'm not sure who definitely has to get a copy of a special investigation of yeah. a special counsel's investigation yeah no I couldn't tell you Couldn't even begin to tell you. So that's another little bit of US news. What was the other one? It was, oh yeah, fucking Trump lashes out at US spy chiefs. So basically he goes, I know more about Iran than you do. You really don't. He called them naive about Iran and dismissed their assessments of a threat posed by North Korea a day after they contradicted his views during congressional testimony. (laughs) So a bunch of, they were talking to a Senate committee about the nuclear threat from North Korea and said, yeah, it's still going there. Mm. And said Iran is not taking steps towards making a nuclear bomb. Uh, whereas Trump said "No, you've got that backwards Iran is dangerous and North
1: Korea are a bunch of sound blokes I love the fact that a business mogul with zero politicking military or um espionage experience is can blatantly come out and go oh those guys who who work at this for a living no they're wrong well I th- I'd say he also just thinks like he last year he pulled out of the Iran deal and he probably goes well
0: I pulled out of that deal why wouldn't they be taking full advantage of that I think that might be where he's coming from with it, like, if, well, because if, if if somebody else put out the deal that I had with them, I'd immediately start taking advantage of it.
1: So why wouldn't they just be taking advantage of it and ramping up nuclear proliferation? Right, when here's a here's a fucking crazy notion. Maybe Iran thinks that having nu- a nuclear arsenal is a bad fucking idea. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, they definitely don't.
0: I'm sure they would like to have nukes more as a deterrent than anything else. because yeah. that's 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 how being a major power in a nuclear-capable world works, mm. but it's that thing of increasing the amount of time it would take to produce an atom bomb, and it's, it's, it's all the sanctions they put on that, and also uh, developing the technology to make nuclear power Yeah, well, possible. that's the main point Al- Will purpose. also look similar to... Yeah. The, like it's, 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 that's all sorts of shit going on there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like that's the, the, what Iran is mostly trying to do, is like become self-sustaining uh, with nuclear power. As opposed to fossil fuels. Yeah. Um,
0: their assessments also broke with other assertions by Trump, including the threat posed by Russia to US elections, uh, the threat to the Islamic State that, that ISIS proposes in Syria, and North Korea's commitment to denuclearization. He reckons, yeah, we beat ISIS. They're gone now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember hearing that. The fucking fool. Cause that, cause, yeah, because that's how insurgency and, and guerrilla warfare works. You just beat them and then they're gone.
1: Yeah, but that's how insurgents just... work, is once you haven't heard from them in a while, it means they're not there. Yeah, yeah. Because insurgents are very public in everything they do, and up front. No, sorry, no, that's that's, a, yeah. that's an actual military. Yeah, that's yeah. and then I'm the other one, of. he... he. I mean, he fucking he met with fucking Kim last...
0: Kim Jong-un last June. Yeah. And he's planning another one in February. Allegedly, yeah.
1: No, like, he, mean, he, apparently he's put a date in it. Oh like, no, he, he has, but this is one of the ones, like, didn't uh, Kim pull out of the last one? That one had to be moved around. Like, this is, this is, yeah, Trump, yeah, this yeah. is Trump saying, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and this is going to happen. But that doesn't mean Korea has agreed to it. It's so good for him, for, for Kim Jong-un, to get
0: on a stage mm. with Donald Trump mm. and be photographed beside him. Trump doesn't realise how much that means. I'm sure he doesn't, but what I'm saying is, like... Because, like, that legitimises the entire regime.
1: Oh, I get that. No, I completely like, understand that. So but I don't think we're giving enough credit to how bat-shit insane Kim is. Well... We, we don't I know. I mean, to be fair, his granddad did invent basketball.
0: <laughs> like, that'll, that'll give you an ego. It'll give me an ego. Yeah. Um... Oh, man, it's just... it's, It's just... It's disturbing that the president doesn't seem to want to listen to the people whose job it is to give him this information. Why would he? Uh, there's a quote from Senator Angus King, an independent who caucuses with the Democrats. who is was a member of the Intelligence Committee. Right. Your job is to give me this information and I'm not going to listen to you. Because why would he? Just, I'm just not going to do it.
1: But I mean, like, he's based his entire fucking regime off this is literally, <laughs> literally like, oh, we don't listen to the experts. Stack do experts now. Stack it with yes, men. But we're not even talking about stacking it with yes, men. Like, this has always been his public persona. This is what his backers expect to hear from him, is no matter what anybody says, he knows better. Like, oh, I don't listen to them. Nobody listens to experts. Um. Yeah, well, no, that, that was the Brexit thing. But, you know, it's the same. It's, I, no, it's the same the mentality, same. yeah. No, he was the same. He said stuff like that as well. Mm. I know, like, the, oh, people are fed up of experts. That was that was specifically was Those Brexit. Those college boys are fucking telling you this. Well, I'm telling you otherwise. Yeah. I went to the school of hard knocks and Yale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yale. Yeah, Yale's a rough yeah, spot. Yeah, that's Yale. The school of hard
2: knocks.
0: <laughs> Sorry, the University of hard <laughs> <laughs> Ivy League school of hard knocks. Um, that is the guts of it. Uh, oh, two more bits on on the U.S. One of them is he's appointed a, a diplomatic envoy to Venezuela. I bet he has by the name of Elliot Abrams. Okay, who served as a foreign policy position for presidents Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush, specifically in Nicaragua and El
1: Salvador. Wait, hang on a second. Was he in Nicaragua under Reagan? Yes, yes, he was. So he was in Nicaragua during the whole uh, Contra thing, Iran Contra affair. Correct.
0: Oh, well, this can only go well. In on October seventh, nineteen ninety one. Abrams pleaded guilty on two misdemeanor charges of withholding information from Congress. He admitted that he withheld from the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence in October, 1986, his knowledge of the North of Norths, who's uh, another another bloke, Oliver in, in North, yeah. Oliver North, yeah. Contra assistance activities in support of his guilty plea, Abrams admitted that it was his belief that disclosure of Lieutenant Colonel North's activities would, in the resupply of the Contras, would jeopardize the final enactment of a $100 million appropriation pending in Congress at the time of his testimony. He also admitted that he withhold, with, with, withheld from the committee information that he solicited 10 million
1: in aid for the Chondras from the Sultan of Brunei right this has immediately legitimized a lot of people's fears over the US and this Venezuela. is the guy that Trump said you're the one who's gonna go in
0: to that socialist regime that currently has an up- that currently has an uprising you're gonna be the guy to go in and sort it out yeah get the Sultan on the blower <laughs> getting to send a few quid over to Guaido. We'll get some fucking uh, guns from Iran once they fucking calm down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's comical how little they give a fuck about optics now. That's so, like, that's so mental. It's
0: bizarre. And I mean, fair enough. I'm sure he
1: has a lot of experience in this area. But, yeah, as you say, optics, like, that doesn't... Li- Do you know who I'm going to send into this South American contested I mean, it's regime? a hell of a power play. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the person I'm going to get to go and uh, deal with this South American disputed regime is a guy who was part of a treasonous activity with another South American regime. For, for context, anybody who doesn't know what the Iran-Contra
0: affair is, um, let's not go into it, but... The long and short of it is Ronald Reagan uh, committed treason. Well, committed treason. Uh, so there was a socialist regime in Nicaragua and uh, a armed resistance against him were called the Contras. And Congress basically said, no, you can't give them money because that's fucking with the sovereignty of another nation or some shit. Yeah. So Reagan directed arms sales to Iran and then fun- funneled that money into the contra's yeah specifically into like terrorism terrorist activity in yeah, there. like like the, Contra, like the contra's were guerrillas the contra's were a terrorist organization yeah. which, literally carrying out like massacres on civilians and rapes and bombings and mm. shit like that uh, specifically to destabilize uh the government that yeah. was like a popular uprising and coup that got in and I like I, I, I got in and started like putting in socialist policies and, well, and kind of it, 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 was, it was also that a, kind of shit ugh, so they were all going around bombing hospitals that, that were recently socialised and shit like that
1: it was towards the tail end of the Cold
0: War Cold I am War massively well. oversimplifying and I'm massively skipping out whole huge chunks of detail and nuance here American
2: but Dad that's the has long and short American Dad has a
1: very good song about. on it go, go YouTube American Dad has a very good song on the Iran-Contra affair um, but yeah I, I, anyway after it all came out
0: Reagan basically went yeah so I lied about not knowing about that and we kind of trade arms for hostages and still got away with it. Yeah. Reagan was the... Like, they called uh, Reagan
1: the Teflon president. Well, stuck to uh, it. Yeah, but he was the be- original. That was because Ollie North was the one who basically went down and went, it was me. Yeah. He took the bullet for it. And now he... Uh, I don't know if he still has it, but he used to have uh, a TV show on Fox News. Of course he did. Um, so anyway, that's the Iran-Contra affair.
0: Yeah. And a bloke who was uh, convicted of lying to Congress about it, and his involvement in it, and his knowledge of it, is now... The special envoy
1: to Venezuela. Venezuela, genius, absolute genius, holy! I'm gonna have to read shit. more inside. That. That's it is unreal. fascinating. That's so mental. It is bananas. That's literally like handing everybody who thinks that this is um like an Ill- Ill- illegitimate, you know, conspiracy US theory. Backed U.S. Coup. backed coup. This is just handing them ammunition. It's not handing that man. I mean,
0: it's, it's yeah, it's it's it's, near, it's it's that near confirming it. <sighs> it's, it's 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 that thing of it's not a conspiracy if it's happened a lot before. Yeah, you said, and that. there's a lot of evidence pointing at it happening right now. Um, we'll get back to Venezuela later on in the program. But anybody um, else?
1: Like anybody else? Like literally, like, that's so nuts.
0: Again, I think it's a power play. I think it's like look who we're sending over. Yeah, remember last time he was down this? Mm, he was down this neck of the woods. Why don't you ask him? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they bombed all your schools. Remember the last Ain't time you down this
1: neck of the woods? You don't want that to happen again, now, do you?
0: Um, and uh, in terrifying news, um, Russia and the United States have suspended compliance with the Cold War era Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty.
2: Oh boy! Prompting
0: fears of a new arms race, which is basically, uh, don't put long-range weapons anywhere, really. Yeah. Uh, but especially like you know, don't put them in Moscow where they can hit Europe. And uh, US, don't put long-range ballistic nuclear-capable missiles in Europe. And basically, Europe is going, don't have a shit fight in our back garden, you two. Yeah. I thought we were getting along.
1: Yeah, you is you just sitting there going, dear God, please not now. And I just, I don't need this right now. I'm, can look, just lads, can, can we please let go?
0: Britain, shut up, will you? For just <laughs> a fucking second. <laughs> I told you, well, the backstop is staying. I'm not fucking budging on this. Now, where were we? <laughs> what did I tell you about that backstop?
1: Just sitting there looking, <laughs> shut going, I'm up, sorry, up. you know what they're like. You know You know what they're like. You know, they say you shouldn't hit your kids, but God <laughs> damn <what can laughs> Try my patience. <laughs> Well I'm just saying maybe if you hit them harder they'd stop acting up so much. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so that is a, I don't really have much else to add on that but there's a lot of people saying this is a bad idea and you know uh, fair. kind of shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah I don't have a lot to add to that without uh, weeping in existential dread. Well so that's also to, one of those ones that is kind of have to be So
2: let's right move left. on to Punchable Faces. <laughs> You
1: know, after hmm. all that existential dread and uh, r- uh, almost definite confirmation of US-backed military kills, I sure could punch a bunch of poxy bastards in the face. Hey, uh, hey,
0: Rob, yeah. did Sammy Wilson say anything stupid this week? Boy, did he! Yay! Let's kill another few minutes between Cradle and Grave and our inevitable death.
1: This guy just manages to keep knocking him out of the park. Um... You know, the DUP do have an amazing ability that just when you think they just can't get any stupider, they say something else. And this was the now very publicised comment of the fact that Sammy Wilson, who is the DUP's leader in Westminster, during a debate on, a discussion on Brexit and the potential of
2: food shortages, said that in the event of food shortages, people could just go to the chipper.
0: And surely
1: Marie Antoinette said, let yeah. them have a fish supper. <laughs> it it's it is that. Like it's literally a case of oh what let them it, have hake. It, it... <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Show's over. <laughs> it's not getting better than that. Good night, everybody. There uh, it is, the wittiest uh, thing uh, you've ever said, and
0: oh man, people are gonna hear this one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, you know what? That might actually. we we'll, never mind having to discuss later on. That's the episode title. <laughs> Let the meat hate. Let them eat hake. We're agreed on that. Make a Done. Note Done. Of that. Excellent. <laughs> that's
0: that's five minutes saved. Quick, uh, quick, quick note on the uh, behind the scenes on this show. It the hardest part of this show is naming the episodes after it happens because we don't do that before time. Cause so, we so in nothing. between in between it uploading and me hitting go, we have to come up with a name, and
1: it's the hardest fucking part. <laughs> The time limit is literally just how long it takes to upload. <laughs> so yeah, let, let, let yeah, just go down the chippy. Why can't you just go down the chippy? This is literally, it's the same equivalent of why can't these poor people just take money out of the ATM? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah why
0: Why are those federal workers going down food banks? Yeah. Except Sammy
1: Wilson doesn't even look rich. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, no he, he, he well, I mean, like I've I've I'm on public record as saying like the man looks as though he's made from tobacco. Yeah. So he could be worth a lot of money because he's also quite the corpulent pox bag. So well, I mean, that much. I tobacco mean the price of t- the price of smokes these days, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
0: Terrible, terrible cost of smokes. And they got rid of the small boxes of amber leaf as well, Joe. <laughs> I'm telling you, how's a man supposed to smoke in this economy? <laughs>
1: Staying in the UK for Punchable Staying Faces. Staying in the UK for Punchable Faces. There's a long line
0: uh, for this one. Oh, yeah. I think we have four four from four out of five from the UK this week. Ah. Um, There's
1: not a lot of news, but there are a lot of stupid pricks. So I've done Sammy. Yeah, you go. Yeah. There uh, a petition. I, I went looking for it. I couldn't find it again. But there was a petition uh, put up on uh, petition.parliament.uk. Um, Which is the official let's get this discussed in Parliament Yeah, is it? Yeah, you could basically... If you break a threshold, it has to go to... It goes to the Speaker or some shit? If it passes 10,000, I'm pretty sure, Um, if it passes 10,000 signatures, it has to be... You get a response. And if it goes over 100,000, it has to be discussed in Parliament. It has to be brought up. Yeah.
0: Is it a thing of, like, it can get brought up at four in the morning? Yeah I don't, well, I, like a, kind of, I don't think there's like an actual I don't think there's actual When, when does the speaker going Alright it's time to do uh, The petitions from petition.org Hello
1: <laughs> Oh it's just me yeah. Okay But it can also be like literally a case of I, like, I would imagine what a lot of them are Is just a simple case of like Yeah and uh, this petition has come through From the petition thing And it says this outlandish thing And uh, you know basically This is what needs to be discussed And then one person will probably stand up And kind of go Yeah no And everybody goes Agreed and moves on like, just because it says it has to be discussed in Parliament doesn't mean it has to be discussed at length or in depth. Yeah, true. So, a petition was uh, filed earlier on in the week to uh, formally invite the Republic of Ireland to rejoin the United Kingdom. And Great idea. Yeah. Let's do it. And the idea was, basically, <laughs> let's just invite the, the Republic of Ireland to rejoin the UK as an alternative to the backstop. So they leave the EU, rejoin the UK, everything's fine. We're all one big happy family. They literally used the word family. They literally said the Republic of Ireland left our family. Some 120 years ago We sure did I sure we, did We sure did uh, It's a bit like And i do it again You know the way You yo. Know, a lot of people have that mate Who doesn't talk to their parents anymore Because their parents were absolute shitheads And as soon as they turned 18 They got the fuck out Because they were not going to deal with it anymore Yeah and then the parents go
0: "Ah, Why don't you come home
1: Yeah this is this Yeah so yeah, every now last I looked at it was something like three hundred and fifty odd signatures. So every last person who so we have uh, tell you what w- once once a week you get to punch <laughs> a group of several hundred thousand to the face. <laughs> <Seven hundred thousand. laughs> so it's a case of like yeah, just form an orderly queue, gents. We'll get you. It. I mean, it's um, it's it's. it's...
0: <sighs> I, I recognise through... that it's a fraction of a percent of the UK's population. And it's easy to forget that. Mm. It's like it's easy to look at the map of Britain and Ireland and go yeah ah yeah they're about the same. Oh, far from it. So like the population of London is bigger than the population of Ireland by a factor of 5. Yeah, 4. By a factor of 4. So, you know, like it's so easy to forget. Yeah. That it's that big. So, but when you see a number like 350,000
1: people are this No, it was only 350. It wasn't 350,000. Oh, it was only 350. It was only it was 50. 350. Okay. Yeah. So it's even less than you think. That's it's still fine. Very, it's still very Sorry, stupid. That's
0: okay. Because okay, I I was under the impression that there was, unless I am
1: completely wrong, but I am sure pretty sure it was only people. I am pretty sure it was only. But you you you
0: were you were you were you were looking up while well, you were searching for that one and couldn't find it. You found uh, a decent few.
1: Yeah. So like you can like, actually like go through ridiculous ones that were that had several hundred thousand.
2: Oh yeah, signatures.
1: You can you can go through like the the list of petitions, and some of them are interesting, and some of them are really really dumb. There are a lot of Brexit related ones, so either you know, leave the EU now, stop Brexit, all caps, yeah, stuff like that. And you kind of go, I wonder how many of these are people like signing multiple petitions because it seems to me if you just got oh obviously one yeah you just going to go
0: click 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 and you yeah. just keep going.
1: I also wonder if um if it stop Brexit now
0: exclamation mark. Does the Speaker of the House need to shout <laughs> in Parliament?
2: Stop Brexit now! Stop Brexit now!
0: Is uh, our next petition?
1: <laughs> um, the so, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, there's loads of uh, loads of really dumb ones. There was like there's a quite strangely enough, there's quite a lot uh, that are like ban balloon and sky lantern releases. Um, I think that's yeah, from, from a littering m- point of view, m- too much joy. Yeah, I think that's from a littering point of view. Oh, too many people having fun. Uh, my favourite one uh, well actually there's another kind of dumb one I found which is uh, allow parents to take children out of school for one week during term time yeah it's stupid which is basically uh, we want to be able to bring them on holidays but not pay too much for it yeah I I remember hearing like that argument on an Irish radio station like months ago and one person literally rang in and said it shouldn't be the parents that should be punished it should be the travel agents for uh, charging so much for holidays <laughs> if, the, if holidays were cheaper parents wouldn't have to take them out during term time yeah, that's that's called supply and demand, I get. Yeah, that's just that's just a fact of life. Because if you if you just kind of allow people to do that, the prices are just gonna go up around about the time that everybody does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite one that I found is uh, <laughs> with 50, uh, 54,115 signatures, a petition stating that British soldiers who served in Northern Ireland must have immunity from prosecution.
0: Served as in already served, as in the ones who were over here and during the troubles. Did all those crimes. Yes. They should and have recently actually started being convicted of those crimes yep. that they did.
1: Yep. They should be immune from prosecution. Because they had to do those crimes. Yeah. Compulsed. In, in order to, do those to keep crimes. the peace, they had to do all that illegal
2: stuff. In order to keep the peace that they didn't keep. 'Cause there wasn't peace until they left. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, if those you've ever, guys if yeah. you never got a couple of minutes to spare and just kinda want to
1: spin your wheels, uh, just yeah, have a look through that uh, list of petitions. Don't get me wrong, a lot of them are just the same things coming up again and again and again and again and again. But it was interesting to keep uh keep your
0: keep your finger on the pulse. Yeah. Um I have uh have a blasto from El Pasto. Ooh, Mr. Farage is back at it. Woo! Reclaim his, 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 his title. as <laughs> yeah, Coming back come go, to defend his title
1: it. against the upstart Sammy Wilson. Do you
0: know how much money I'd pay to watch Nigel Farage and Sammy Wilson punch each other in the face? Is it some? Bare knuckle boxing. Is it some? I would I'd pay, pay, I'd pay some, some money. <laughs> I would pay some money to watch I, that bare knuckle boxing I would
1: match. pay an amount of money. Like them
0: two in a barn.
1: LAUGHTER <laughs> not even like a televised event no no just, just, just straight
0: up like just, just bare, like bare knuckle fucking illegal boxing <laughs> <laughs> oh that be would be sweet
1: fun. I reckon Sammy
0: could take him he's a, he's a chunky bitch um, so anyway he delivered a speech in the European Parliament on Wednesday yeah uh, in which he said that Theresa May had made a terrible mistake in agreeing to the Irish backstop Uh, He said that the prospect of a no deal Brexit had increased because of the attitude of Brussels fanatics who refused to compromise. Yeah, it's the EU. And then he said, uh, she signed up to something that no country, unless it had been defeated in war, would have signed up to. (laughs) So, um... there was an appreciation in Britain that unelected bureaucrats in Brussels have been talking down to and humiliating the Prime Minister of our nation, and we
1: don't like it. That's our job. It's (laughs) our job to humiliate the Prime Minister. (laughs) It's our job to make her look incompetent,
0: and to deliver the most crushing defeats in the history of our parliament. To be fair, though, they have been doing that. They, ha- yeah, that's they what, have, what I mean. Like, they yeah, no, no nobody job. humiliates our our, our, our our prime minister but me and maybe our and, and maybe the House of Lords. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, oh. like fucking oh, defeated in war, like. Do you, do you wonder who he runs the
1: Jesus. like the speeches past? Like these lads, like did they just like write the speech and just kind of go,
0: "Oh yeah"? Well, that's Farage I mean. is a bit of that's an cup kind of a bloke. Yeah, he's also a man who makes his money by saying outrageous
1: things. So fucking he is. sure. Does he still have sure. that radio show? He does. Huh. Don't get me wrong, I've never listened to it because um I wouldn't give him the fucking the numbers. I used
0: to hate watch him, and I occasionally still do, but I don't listen to him. Like I I I, I hate read transcriptions of the shit that he says. Ah, oh, okay, fair enough. Um.
1: Okay, yeah. I've got another one. That was it. Sorry, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was that was it from Nigel. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, I have another one, which is uh... another UKIP MEP. Ooh. Of course, Nigel has, and I'm I'm using air quotes right now. Stepped oh, down from UKIP. Oh yeah, they got two races from. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, lads, plausible deniability. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> y- you can't just blatantly say these things. You need to be able to pretend. You need to dog whistle it, motherfuckers. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, Jared Batten, who is a UKIP MEP, has said that only on the subject of the uh the Irish border and the backstop, basically, that the Irish border is not an issue because quote only one hundred trucks a day cross the border, and each day approximately fifty of those are from Guinness. This is a fact that has been rebuked wholeheartedly by the Freight Transport Association, who said that approximately 13,000 trucks cross the the border every day at uh, some 200 different locations. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That is good shit. Like, I mean, if there are 200 different locations that you can cross at, and there's only 100 trucks a day crossing... That means that there's on average half a truck cross going over each crossing each day.
2: Yeah,
0: one every two days. I mean, <laughs> trucks are pretty big. It takes a while for them to cross over that border like. <laughs> Especially with the queues that are gonna be there after after. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's some border to, a Czech fella stood there for twelve hours yeah, watching the just, one there's, truck there's move no, across. There's no, Jesus, they're so long. There's no accountability for people just saying shit anymore.
2: No.
0: Like lying has become so blasé in politics. You just say shit, and then people will correct you, and you'll go, "Yeah." Whatever. I mean, technically,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, it's because people are sick of experts. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, Jared Batten, a uh, new entry into uh, into the list. It's nice to see that you know. I lo- I look forward to seeing this uh, rising up and comer <laughs> going through the ranks of punchable faces. Well, it's nice to see UKIP kind of getting back in on the deal. Yeah, I mean, they were gone. They were gone very quiet, and it was kind of like. Yeah Distressing, yeah I
0: Remember when Paul Muttall Used to get punched in the face a lot Ah, uh, L Paul I wonder how he's doing these days I really don't care I really don't care <laughs> um, My last punch Have you got any more punchles? Uh, No Cool My last one is uh going to be Somebody who's been on Shakeable hands the last few weeks And he's slipping down now Oh dear As El Simon Coveney How the mighty
1: have fallen How the mighty have fallen How the shakeable have been now, punched
0: to be, fa- to be fair He is definitely uh, I'm definitely punching the messenger here because he's just kind of the spokesperson for what's going on so uh, regarding the nurses strike oh man don't punch the messenger so he has confirmed that the government is now taking legal advice as to how sanctions may be used against striking nurses including docking their pay and, uh, and and taking away pension contributions as well, no. pension increases. No, and, uh,
1: don't don't do it. People like nurses. People, yeah, this people is people really a, like nurses. This is not a PR fight you can win. Please
0: don't do this. Don't do this. Oh my god! Actually, quick side note. Uh, this this I'm, I'm going to give two knuckles to uh, Simon and two knuckles to Ivan Yates, <laughs> who has been quoted as saying, "I'm fucking fed up at nurses saying that they're sick, they're tired after." Oh uh, uh, yeah, after yeah after a hard Jesus. Day. Sure, aren't we all tired after a hard day's work? <laughs> sure are Ivan you, you We sure are I mean I don't have to work 24 hour overnights Dealing with Dying people Being on my feet The whole time But oh. I'm sure you On your 78k Cushy ministerial pension On top of your private Salary from Talk And all the other Cushy jobs that you've got I'm sure you understand How tired a nurse gets Do you know your Pension alone Would pay for three nurses Ivan you know that pension that you don't need oh wait no you've filed for bankruptcy haven't you maybe you do Jesus how can you how can you be getting that much money and be bankrupt you spa alright okay listen stop picking at that you're going to make it infected anyway good that man could use an infection
1: anyway uh, It'd be a shame if he did get an infection because there'd be no nurses to look after him. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, for somebody who's going to need the care of nurses quite soon because he's old, because he's old, or as he says himself, male, pale, and stale. <laughs> um, sorry, that's a good one. <laughs> all right, maybe he's a good writer, but he's still a spot I want to punch he's him a, in the I face. I know
1: he's still a fucking tool, but even fucking tools <laughs> can come out with sharp ones every once in a while.
0: Um.
1: Sorry, yeah. Anyway,
0: back to, back, back to Mr. Coveney. They're great people, doing very difficult work, yada, yada, yada. What the government has said is that we are taking legal advice in regard to the options that are available to us consistent with the pay agreement that everyone signed up to with their eyes open. He's saying that they should, uh, there is responsibility on unions and their leadership to fulfill the obligations of these agreements, which is the, uh, the uh, public pay sector, public sector pay agreement that, yeah. that was the deal. But the whole point of the strike is that the nurses are not giving out about the money, they're giving out about recruitment and retention. Yeah. I mean, obviously, money would solve that issue, but it's working conditions. Like, we're, like we're saying, hire more nurses, not pay they them more. Pay them more, yeah. Like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of, like... like Anybody who's given nurses flack has given them flack of going, well, you know, you signed up for it, it's a vocation, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But it's it's that thing of, no, working conditions are garbage. That's why so many of them are leaving. Like, there's, there's so many... There were so many... uh, mm-hmm. uh gatherings of Irish nurses who've emigrated around the world like there like the, 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 the was pictures from gatherings in Australia and Canada and the States and all across Asia and shit and it's yeah. all just give us a reason to come home oh yeah like like we, we don't want to be fucking working in Oz like, we, like we'd rather be doing this job at home Yeah, but the pay is shit and the working conditions are shit so yeah. why the fuck would we
1: I personally know four nurses
2: and not one of them works over here I know why would they, yeah, I know two in Australia and two in the u k
1: um, and they and all of them are literally case of but you I mean do you know do you i don't know if anybody else remember this during the actual um the crash the one of the big things was um nurses emigrating because they couldn't get jobs, yeah, and that's like this is what has happened Is like they they emigrated because they were basically told there was a you know there was no work for them here. And now, There's the, a massive now all of a problem. sudden, now yeah. all of sudden, the government is going. Oh, we've got a massive shortage of nurses, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. shocker. Yeah, you spent four or five years telling people that if they wanted
2: to work as a nurse, there was no work for them here. Yeah, so they all left. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's my only Irish news. Yeah, I don't really have that in, in Irish news either because
1: it's a lot of it's been tied up in. In in Brexit and stuff,
0: yeah, and I mean the
1: Brexit situation is just fucking boring. I mean, literally t- today, Tory MPs launched um, a, a, like a, a debate and discussion on alternative backstop arrangements That's that right. the EU has already rejected. That's right. They're literally um, discussing ideas that the EU has already said no, this al- won't work. The alternative arrangements working group,
0: uh, which will hold regular meetings, will uh, are just they're looking into like you know plans for an alternative arrangement to the backstop. Um, the AUG. That's literally it. It's, it's, it's called for the backstop to be replaced with alternative arrangements to ensure the border remains open. Which is what the backstop does. Yep.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, what they should just do is call the backstop something else and have it be the exact same agreement and just put it through. Yeah. Actually, just don't call it the backstop. Call it literally anything else yeah. and just have the, like, change the word. Like, you know when you get your mate's essay and just rewrite it and just change <laughs> a few words <laughs> around? Yeah. Like, that. do that with, yeah. the,
1: with the current backstop agreement mm-hmm. and just...
0: Like, it's so fucking, it's... Uh, I
1: just call it the, uh, the, the, call it the Margaret Thatcher provision for strong and stable back ec- to this economy in the UK and Ireland. They're going back to this fucking technology thing again. It doesn't exist. Uh, existing
0: technology can ensure no hard border no, it can't. in Ireland once the EU uh, says uh, British Home Secretary Sajid Javid. Here's my um, thing. Right, so actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be controversial here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give Simon Coveney a shakeable hand, and a punchable face this week. Jesus. As a spokesman for the Tawnish has said, the details of the technology have, quote,
1: never been shared with the Irish government no. or the EU, end quote. Yeah. <laughs> Varadkar said that the other week as well. He turned around and <laughs> something was said about, like, oh, the, using this technology. And someone went, he literally went, what technology? Nobody has been actually been able to say to us, this is the technology we'll use. And I'm sorry, but we're not gambling the uh, economic prosperity of our nation on the promise of technology that is yet to be invented yep
0: uh, quoting um, they're talking about revisiting things that have already been rejected and that's not going to work you can't have an uh, uh, on suggestions of a time limit to the backstop Mr. Varacker said you can't have an insurance policy that expires just at the time when you might need it yeah. like that's the whole point of the backstop is that there's no time limit on it because the whole point of the time limit is when they don't have a trade agreement that backstop kicks in and says no hard border.
2: Yeah, this That's is
0: the whole point of the backstop. But this <laughs> is the this
1: is the thing that keeps bugging me is that like it, it, nobody wants the backstop to be a thing. Even the Irish government have turned around and said like, no, we don't want this. We don't want it to be a thing. This is an in case. This is an insurance policy. So what we do is we try and come up with a trade agreement that works for us all. And if we can't do that, this is
2: the backstop. This is the the safety net. So and they go, we
0: don't need a safety net. Why willi- would we need a safety
1: net? We're not going to fall. It's like, why would you get rid of a safety net? You are willing to crash out
2: because you've been told there's a safety net. That's, it's uh, it's something else, all right. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. And yeah, like it's, it's like ev- everything about it this week is, again, it's, it's fucking Tory backbenchers making me feel sorry for Theresa May. <sighs> she's just going... I've all, this is the deal, and everyone's going. No, go back, and get more concessions, and you're going. No, that's not how. It's not how fucking. Yeah, it's not how it works. But like the, it, I, everything better. is like you no know, Brexit. Nobody in Brussels considering giving Theresa May concessions to get a deal through Parliament. Yeah,
1: nobody, zero. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's just that. Again, it's just that thing of like I'm I'm just I'm. I'm
0: I'm fucking sick. That I'm saying. I'm
1: saying every. I'm saying every week we come on here. I'm just getting sick of it at this stage. It's not funny. You know what? I'm. I'm. I'm done. It's it's, fucking listening to your bullshit. You went into this misinformed. You have continued to be misinformed. But the thing is, you won't just turn around and say we don't know what we're fucking talking about, and you just keep throwing out every single lifeline you're handed. And it's insane. If the people on the street can turn around and go, this doesn't make sense this is dumb why are you doing this then you need to stop and look at what the fuck you're doing yeah like it's it's, it's, it's at, definitely at the stage where it's it's posturing like it's that's
2: all
0: it is. like the MPs vote for Theresa May to renegotiate the Irish backstop with the EU knowing full well that the EU is going to go no yeah move your red lines and we can talk but you can't go back and go we need to renegotiate okay what are you bringing to the table nothing we're renegotiating your half of this and you no go, no that's it's, not how that works yeah it's insane
1: that's, that's, that's the not part what of negotiate negotiation. how can you not work this out it was like you, if you want to renegotiate something you have to be willing to renegotiate something you can't just go back and go no I don't want this it doesn't like it doesn't make any sense yep
0: anyway that's uh. uh yeah, and there's talk of this, uh, what is it, the fucking, no, it's gone. There was some kind of compromise, the uh, the Malthouse compromise, which is basically, they go back and say, okay, here's what it looks like with no deal, and here's what it looks like with a deal without the, uh, without the, um, the backstop. Yeah. What do you choose, EU? And the EU is going to go, neither, we're going to our deal on the table and you choose take it or leave it like it's that thing of they're trying to put the ball back in our court kind of thing yeah. I, think, I think that's what it is anyway I've lost the link that uh, explained what the fuck it was right fair and enough and it's again it's that thing it's so boring and I don't care and it's not going to matter because it's just a load of bollocks like it's gone to this age where anytime anybody in the UK government comes out and says anything I just go "Yeah, you're talking shite like,
1: yeah I've, yeah it's the pro- other problem is you you've just kind of stop listening to them because nobody's you've lost actually credibility. Nobody's you've saying nobody's saying anything constructive nobody's actually coming out with anything It's just, like, the same shit rehashed. And that's why people are getting so annoyed is because nobody's actually coming out and going, oh, okay, well, we've heard this and we've listened to this and this is what we're going to change. It's just, no, we're going to keep trying that again. We're just going to keep hitting our heads against this wall until something breaks. Yep. And uh, I tell you what, mate, if you keep hitting your head off that wall, when you hear that cracking noise, it ain't the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Right, go on, what have you got? Have you found it? I did
0: find it. Uh, the plan contains two choices to be offered to the EU One for how the UK will leave without a deal And one for how it will, will leave with a deal And one how it will leave without Plan A is similar to the court withdrawal agreement But with changes to the Irish backstop And the implementation, implementation period Plan B assumes that agreement on the withdrawal withdrawal agreement Is not possible And creates a transitional standstill period The bare bones are the same uh, Provide a longer period to agree the future relationship it Also involve paying more money to EU Second major difference is the controversial backstop, which should be changed to become a basic free trade agreement. It does not require new technology and re- relies on existing administrative processes. Plan B is remain in transition period, even if a withdrawal agreement has not been signed. UK becomes a country. I'm sorry, like I'm so bored. Of this being so all to me. like it's it's not like it's not like it's. Oh <coughs> God! It's 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 just it's you're you're presenting shit that nobody's going to go for because the backstop
1: is a red line for us. But it's also the it's also you know I mean? the, it's also the concept that nobody is speaking in practical terms. Nobody's turning around and going, "This is what we're going to implement," and this is what, like, "This is the effect it will have." It's all this like wishy-washy abstract language that they it's sovereignty. It's, yeah. it's wiggle. It's it's wiggle room. It's so they can turn around like once it
2: actually comes in and go, "Oh, I'm sorry if that's what you thought that meant, but we clearly meant this." Yeah, it's just such fucking. It's horse shit, really. horseshit, horseshit. Yeah. Thank you, Robert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm sick of talking about Brexit. Yeah. Um, do you want to go to um, and finally? Uh, we could do Venezuela. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, it's that thing of it moves fast. So, like within the last week, like even just going through my fucking headlines, it's like Maduro ready for talks. What Russia stands to lose. High ranking general rejects Maduro. Living inside the world's worst economy. Donald Trump considering sending U.S. troops over, like it's an option.
2: Yeah, yeah, I
0: remember hearing him say that as well, and you're immediately kind of going, "That's a bad idea." Yep. Um. Yeah. No, it's just it's it's a it's a thinker. It's a, it's a, there's a lot going on in there. Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to piece it together. It really is. Like it's 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 that thing of uh, I saw a Facebook post from from a guy I don't really talk to anymore recently, and it just said. Honestly, I have no idea what to think about Venezuela, and I was like, "That's the only bona fide opinion that you can really have without having a horse in the race," as in yeah. living there or knowing somebody who lives there.
2: Yeah, Cause and even do...
0: even knowing somebody that lives there, like if you live if you live there, you're on one side or the other.
2: Yeah,
1: there's no there's no middle ground. You have to pick a side if you're there. Because 90% of, like, the opinions I have seen have largely been from people who are just arbitrarily throwing their lot in. And it's it's usually, uh, they're making their decision based on, basically, ideas that they already have. um, Which is essentially, like, the big one is Sinn Féiners kind of going, oh no, we're on... um The side of democracy. We're on Maduro's side, because... Blah 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 blah. Look, you're on his side because he's a fucking socialist. Right? Yeah. Let's y- just let's just cut the crap. That's why you're there. And you're, yeah. you're.
0: And it's 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 there's there's logical there's logical basis for what they believe, but it's not sound. And it's it uses a lot of like jumping yeah. around and jumping through hoops to ignore certain things. Like yeah. like their their thing is like he's the only democratically elected person there. Like Guaido wasn't elected to be president.
1: No, but Guido's also not claiming to be the the legitimate president, president. he's claiming to be the interim, interim president yeah. until uh, a democratically elected one is yeah. put in
0: place. The other thing is, like, the, I've, I've seen a lot of people throwing around the infographic of here's, here's the numbers, he won the election, he won it with 60-70% of the vote. Uh especially put up next to like say for instance Trump won but forty six percent of the vote. You gonna trust him? You like, not how freaking... the... Yeah, but that's not it's... how their
1: electoral system works. It's
0: so it's, it's it's not like I'll really put up next to like uh fucking Theresa May and she's like, Oh, she's got forty forty percent of the vote. Yeah, because that's, that's a parliament. A parliament. That's yeah. not
1: that's not what's going on. Or there. next to Macron's vote is like, Oh, he only got in with twenty one percent. Yeah, that was in th- the th- first round the of first the presidential. Round, election, which is very disingenuous. Where he was running do. against ten other people. And it's it, yeah, it's the thing of like Here is here's a bunch of numbers without any context behind them. Yeah.
0: And it's it's that kind of thing of I can't I can't trust somebody like that to argue in good faith, no, at all.
1: Um, but it's also like again, it's people kind of going back in a horse based off horses they've backed in the past. You know, that's yeah. But
0: then, but then you also look at like stuff like you know Elliot Abrams going in and backing Guido, and and that's that's the kind of thing where you kind of go maybe like this is exactly what it would look like if it was a U.S. back coup.
2: Yeah. And maybe it's maybe and, it and, is. And,
0: and and like you know that kind of fucking with a with a country sovereignty even even if there's
1: horseshit going on in there is not on there's ways and means and there's
2: mm,
1: I know do. but what I'm saying is maybe it is I'm not arguing one way or the other way is it isn't what I'm saying is you need to actually kind of go and take it on its merits and look at what's actually happening and not jump on a side based entirely off of where your usual poli- political leanings are yeah no um it can't just be a case of I'm on this side because Trump is on the other side. Yeah, like, this, that's, that's, this that's is a, a really as, dumb way of, make, of making your mind up.
0: As I said, this is one of those situations where the more you dig into it, the more you go, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a clear opinion here. Oh no, I'm in now. So, Maduro has responded to the uh, the opposition's call for a, an election and saying, you want more elections? Fine, we'll bring forward the National Assembly elections and we'll elect the parliament again. We'll, we'll bring those elections forward. Motherfuckers. <laughs> um. There was also the thing of uh, Guaido renewed his calls for the military to abandon the regime. Uh, and an Air Force general became the most senior serving officer to recognize him as the president. Uh, Francisco Yanez uh, said a democratic transition was imminent. People of Venezuela, 90% of the armed forces are not with the dictator. There are signs of splits in the military, which
2: is interesting. Yeah. Um, that's that's normally a bad sign though. Hmm? that's normally a bad sign in situations yes, like this yes yes yes
0: and then the stuff like yeah Guido said like oh yeah there's going to be humanitarian aid coming in uh, via Colombia, Brazil and the US and uh, it's coming in for manning the frontier uh, called on soldiers manning the frontier to let it enter the country and Maduro said the aid operation was a pretext for military inf- intervention by the US right. which again if I was in the CIA that's exactly what I'd do <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: like you can't blame them for being paranoid it's not paranoid if it's actually happening yeah. And there's evidence now for it actually happening. Um, but even just some stats about fucking where Maduro has led the country to. Like, it's the the UN estimates that the economy has shrunk 44% since 2013. 1 million, uh, 1 million percent inflation last year, and it could top 10 million percent this year. Uh, 3 million people, which is about 10% of the population, have fled fled as refugees, which, again, might explain their people who flee the country are probably going to be people who wouldn't vote for Maduro. That could explain yeah. his high numbers as well. Mm-hmm. There was a massive boycott of the election and 3 million people who would have voted against him left as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's like... One that's a full 10 percentage points of the population, like it's... And that's one of the big problems that like uh, there is with this that a lot of, a lot of people have been thrown around as well. It's like the opposition parties decided to boycott the elections and when he was voted in, they went, okay, but we don't recognise your... Uh, we don't recognise the, the results of this election. And it's kind of going yeah. well. You can't really say I'm not taking part, and then complain when it doesn't go your way. Yeah, and it's it's a, it's a y- case of. No but gl- it's a, even then, that's that's not that simple as saying that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you think you think you think shiners of all people would would understand the idea of boycotting uh, a, a a democratic institution? <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a really good point. You know, like if anybody they're gonna the, get the fucking this. kings of extent- abstentionism. Yeah. Which again is is a policy that I'm not necessarily opposed to and I understand why they do it and that's a it's it's a it's a it's a thing that they do that I can understand the logic of. Yeah. But it's it's a case of you should like you you should understand boycotts. These are like <laughs> If anyone should get it. If it anyone should, should get it, it should be you. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about Venezuela at the moment. Okay. Like, you could sit, sit here and talk about this for days, but it's just fucking exhausting.
1: I think we might actually consider, like, cause especially considering how slow the news has been in the past little while, unless there's something, like, properly big in the next week or so, we might actually consider just doing a... A deep dive episode? A deep dive episode on it. Oh, Venezuela. we should do a poll. See what people want to <laughs> wanna, wanna, wanna talk
0: see about. See what our tens of listeners want to hear us talk about. Tens is a stretch. <laughs> 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 um... I've got a a wee a wee bit about uh, Bolsonaro, and then I'm doing our finally. Okay, cool. Um, so Bolsonaro, the uh, newly elected president of Brazil, yeah, um, his parliament is coming back and actually starting business. Okay, this, this like in in this week. Okay, and it's basically a case of okay, now he's actually playing real politics. Right now he's because he was just a backbencher throwing air and fucking giving it all about jaw. Yeah, and, and kind of making a name for himself oh, as, yeah. as a strongman. Now he's actually in a seat of power and now he has to actually kind of back it up and play the game. And... Is he capable of doing is that? Is he capable of doing that? So, ministers have already had to walk back several of his statements resulting in <laughs> questions being asked about his grasp of the big issues he must face. The most dramatic example, he responded to a visit by Russian strategic bombers to Venezuela which happened last year. Two nuclear-capable bombers uh, f- flew from Russia to Venezuela as a show of support Yeah, kind of thing. Um, and he, he suggests that Brazil could, would be open to providing the US with a military base on its territory to counterbalance any Russian presence in the region. An idea quickly shot down by the generals he has packed into his administration.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Hmm. I mean,
0: it's um, a bold strategy. And also his son, Flavio. Great name. Which might be a name I would make up if I had to make up a Brazilian person's name.
1: So is it, is it, is her name? is his name Flavio Bolsonaro? Yes. That's b- brilliant. And he's here to fuck your girl.
0: Mi amo Flavo Flavio Bolsonaro. Yeah, I'd fuck him. Uh, but yeah, he's been caught up with uh, into, in a corruption scandal in Rio, in Rio de Janeiro State Assembly where he has served as elected senator the last year. Alright, and, and what's he like? Where he served before go? being elected senator last year, sorry. Um, He's been unable to convincingly explain the origin of millions of, of, of Reyes, Reyes Brazilian dollars, <laughs> that flowed through his bank account and that of one of his aides in the Rio Assembly. This is from Bolsonaro, who is about the only clean politician yeah, in Brazil. That was He's the his only big, guy whose big thing was, I didn't get caught up in that shit. Yeah, Because there was a massive corruption scandal in Brazil about a year ago that caught up fucking everybody in the cabinet the president resigned and went to prison. Yeah. There was a whole oh, was fucking huge. thing. And he got out scot-free because he wasn't actually corrupt. Yeah, and that's He's what... everything else under the sun, but he's not corrupt.
1: And that was one of the, Yeah, and that he wrote
0: that into office. And now his son is coming out being, be, as being Ooh, corrupt as fuck.
1: Oh, boy. So... Somebody's getting left out of the will.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that... It will be interesting to follow and see how, you know, if shit's gonna stick to this guy because fucking... Jesus.
1: Yeah, how's that gonna twist?
0: A lot of fucking... lot of these guys shit doesn't stick to.
1: Right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> have you got an finally? Have you got any finally? I've, I've got an finally. I have one, but it's not a good
0: one. I have one, and it is very good. Okay. So we'll do your one first. Now, I say... When I say... I, when I say very good, I mean funny.
1: Okay, when I say not good, I mean mine's a bit kind of like, oh, shit, like you're really... um So... Uh, Alright I'm in Don't, <laughs> uh, don't, don't know Like uh, if you're aware How many people are, Who are listening Are aware But uh, last week Was uh, International Holocaust Memorial Day Okay 27th of January Okay And it was marked by um, m- Memorial services Around the world Okay And on Holocaust is,
0: Memorial Day Is this the Blokes who went to Auschwitz No No it is oh, not Oh no, okay Because there
1: was a Far right rally Held at Auschwitz <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Go on <laughs> Um, <laughs> just yeah, okay. No, it was a there was a poll published in the Times, the UK, Times UK, that said that. Uh, uh, what I have written down here is a recent poll on Holocaust Memorial Day has found that five percent of UK adults do not believe in the Holocaust. Yep, five percent of UK adults believe that they are Holocaust and ours. That is. Two point six million British people do not believe um, that the Holocaust was a thing. You are right; that is a depressing end. Finally, yep. And I looked at that, and I kind of went, "You, you are fucking kidding me, right?" It's,
0: it's, it's a bigger thing than you think. I know it's one of those things that you think is time and tide, but it's picking up steam. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, that was something I looked at. One thing that's terrifying: it's Nazis' command of the internet to
1: radicalize people. Genuinely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was one I spotted and just kind of went, yeah. I want you to just just think about that. Just yeah, just just, just think about just that. What do think? Um. Go on, lighten the mood. Okay. Okay. I've
0: I've I've hemmed and hawed over this to uh, either just give you the headline or tell you the story. I think I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. Several German media outlets have reported on a 31 year old man who was picked up outside a club in Berlin at 2 a.m. on Monday morning. He was taken into custody by officers in the German capital for his own safety after appearing highly intoxicated due to the effects of alcohol and drugs and being unable to tell officers the hotel he was staying in. Mm-hmm. I will now cut to the Berlin's uh, police officers uh, report of the situation. Uh, give me a second now to find it. Quickly, quickly, quickly before I fall off the edge of my seat. A man had to be revived in custody in last night around two o'clock uh, on the spot. She uh, alerted the emergency service to a heavily drunk man staggering down the street, threatening the front of the of traffic. To protect him and maintain his health, police took him to emergency vehicle and bring him into custody where he could sleep off his intoxication. Okay, dokie. Okay. He had to be supported on the way to the emergency vehicle. Mm-hmm. Hardly sitting in the vehicle, the 31-year-old fell asleep immediately. On the way, he was awake again and masturbated. <laughs> when asked by officers to stop this, he is said to have displayed his bare buttocks. <laughs> In custody he was shouting out loud Unexpectedly throwing his arms around And kicking the police Who pushed him back to a seat Where he calmed down for a short time Suddenly he appeared to stop breathing And collapsed Whereupon the officers immediately provided first aid And called out to a doctor present He found that the tourist had no signs of life And immediately initiated resuscitation Which revived and stabilised the man An emergency doctor who had been, been alerted Appeared and had him brought by paramedics to a clinic A first assessment by the doctor Indicated the very use of various narcotics in the ambulance and in the rescue centre, the man rioted again, so much so that the hospital staff asked for assistance in restraining the man for uh, further inpatient treatment. The 31-year-old visitor is now responsible for insulting officers and resisting law enforcement officials. Irish man masturbated and died in front of Berlin cops before being revived. <laughs> well, that lad has just had the world's best stag weekend. Oh, man. Like, I read that headline and then read the thing and was just like, "That's that's some that's some good, solid, like efficient German testimony
1: <laughs> wow that's a good yeah Jesus oh
0: it was a roller coaster.
1: yeah I was I was sitting there the whole way through kind of going okay where are you going with this like uh, what happens next Be, like yeah that's a it's a hell of a yeah it's a hell a of a we- it's a
2: fun weekend in <laughs> Berlin huh?
1: man I kind of wish I was like I knew that guy just to hear him tell the story not now, but I want to hear it in 10 years' time. Do you remember, like, sitting a pub, Did I ever tell you about that time that I died in Berlin? <laughs> anyway, there I was, wanking in the back <laughs> of the paddy wagon. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Uh,
0: that was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my end. finally. Cool. And, um, yeah, that's the end of the, the show. Yeah. Thank you for listening, if yeah. you've
1: listened all the way through. Uh, if you haven't, then you're not listening right now, and, and uh, I don't yourself. care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I can um, say whatever I want to you, and you won't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, share it around. Show it, show, show it to somebody you think would like it, or show it to somebody you think would hate it.
1: Yeah, that'd be more fun. It is. I suppose it is a bit weird that one of our goals is to have like followers who absolutely hate. I want what hate we're mail.
0: Saying. Yeah, <laughs> I want somebody to just call me up and call
1: me a dickhead. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: you're obviously uninformed. Here's 50 reasons why. I'm not reading any of them. <laughs> you got a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and now
1: I'm going to turn off comments. <laughs>
0: oh now I see why they're doing it's so powerful <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah we might chuck up a poll see if anybody wants to do that that could be fun yeah. next week that could be a fun time activity for us yeah it might actually give us something
1: to research as Dude. opposed to just sitting looking at the same shit in the fucking news I'm every... not
0: going to stick the current Brexit situation on there as, as an option I'm not doing that
1: Unless, there's a, unless something big happens this week. Because the idea of the deep dive is you go
0: into how did we get to where we are. Yeah. So the Venezuela situation was, hey, let's do a deep dive. Here's what the constitution means. Here's where, yeah. Here's where. Let's go back to Chavez. Let's go back to where he came from. Let's go yeah, yeah. way back. Um, how far back? So, way back. So, so if we were to do Brexit, we'd have to go back to the original
1: election and all that shit. And, mm, yeah. which, could, which
0: could be interesting in and of itself. You know
1: what? We might. So we might do that. We might do that in March when when it happens they actually go to leave we might actually go okay how the fuck did we get here Um,
0: yeah so mm. yeah, well, yeah we'll, we'll we'll check up a poll see if anybody would be interested in that and if so let's not give people options let's just get people to comment on things they might like to hear us explain yeah. in yeah.
2: detail anyway if you think that's a good idea comment self address bricks via our front window Uh yeah, yeah. that one
0: mm. uh, and in the meantime have yourself a good evening And a pleasant week. Thank you for listening to us, Shy Talk.
1: Goodbye. We love you very much. I love you.